Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show, whether you're watching on YouTube, on Rumble, or listening via podcast. This is episode 120 of this almost every week show. Thank you so much for being here. In this week's episode, I discuss the need for ongoing, lifelong learning and how to inspire this in your children, in your grandchildren, in your work colleagues, in others. Times are changing. If you aren't learning, you are falling behind. You will become less and less able to add value. Life rewards us when we add value to others. In this episode, I share seven strategies that will help reignite the love of learning that will help reignite the love of learning that every one of us had when we were two years old. So, start acting like a child and stop pretending you know it all. It becomes very liberating when you admit that you don't know it all. Recommit to becoming a lifelong learner and the rewards for you will be truly wonderful and extraordinary. Our format for the show is in four parts. Number one, I share today's big idea. Number two, I share six resources to help you implement the big idea in your life. Number three, I review key happenings during the week, And then the last part of the show goes into more of my background and the foundational principles of the show for new viewers and listeners. So let's get into the big idea. How do you inspire the love of learning in yourself and in others? How do you inspire it in your children? Or if you have grandchildren, in your grandchildren? Or in those whom you lead? Or in work colleagues? with whom you work. Today's episode is inspired by my interview yesterday of Cheryl Lacey, an educational provocateur, I call her, since I'm a passion provocateur. For many years she has been an educator and then helping schools change their systems of operation so that outcomes for children are much improved. Listen to that interview on my show on TNT Radio every fortnight, but yesterday, Cheryl Lacey, tntradio.live. We talked about all elements of education and mental health aspects of education. I've been an educator for over 30 years. When I was a lawyer, I used to speak at conferences educating people about the most complex tax law. And then I left... I left the law 29 years ago to be a passion provocateur and have been educated since I've got a fair bit of experience on this education process. I'm also a lifelong learner. I continue to learn. I'm continually increasing the list of things that I want to learn about, the skills that I want to develop. Times are changing so rapidly that we all have to keep doing that. 
If you can inspire your children, your grandchildren to love learning, if you can inspire those around you, you are adding enormous value to their lives. So I'm going to share with you seven practical strategies for how you do that. Make learning fun. Use your imagination. How do you make learning fun? You see, when you were born, when you were, when you, and if you've got children, you look at this, Two-year-olds, one-year-old children, they love learning. We are born learners. We are born to love learning. But it gets killed in the school process. School can kill the love of learning. Indeed, most children these days, their, their minds are running much faster than what happens in school. So they're bored. And it becomes an unpleasant experience. So school is one place, but in the workplace, you can make fun learning. You can make fun learning for yourself. Learning does not have to be a chore. Number two, learning can be scary. If you go to somebody, hey, we're going to learn something new, they go, no, no, I don't want to do that. I've got a new idea for you. No, I don't want to do that. Why? Because inherent in learning is the risk of mistakes. In any environment, you have to stop punishing people for making mistakes in the honest pursuit of developing their skills, of learning new skills, of learning new ideas. You cannot punish people if they're honestly making mistakes. And when you remove that risk, when you remove the fear of making mistakes around learning, then that can help reignite the love of learning. Number three, if you lead teams, or indeed the children that you lead at home, ask them to articulate what it is that they want to learn. And they might say, well, I don't know. Well, keep pushing. What do you want to learn? Ask the question numerous times. Come on, what do you want to learn? And if people say to you, I don't want to learn anything new, then that's a clue to a an attitude in a workplace, in an environment that is not helpful. The, the question of great employees, you know, I, I've explored it in other episodes of whether you employ people based on attitude versus skill. The best companies employ people based on attitude. So... As you work on developing this love of learning, then keep pushing for what do you want to learn. And then the leader's job is to help make that happen. Or the parent's job. Number four, identify the learning style of yourself, of others, because essentially there are three ways to learn. By doing, by seeing, by hearing, kinesthetic, visual, auditory. And a minority of people learn by hearing about something. Doing or seeing are much more common learning styles. But it's a mix of the three. And when you learn somebody's learning style, when you understand what their learning style is, then that can change the whole experience of learning rather than trying to learn in ways that are not consistent with a learning style. Number five, I urge grandparents to take an interest in the learning and education of their grandchildren. So if you're not a grandparent, not relevant to you, but 
I consider that what Eleanor Roosevelt said many years ago, that it takes a whole village to raise a child, I do urge grandparents to take an interest in their grandchildren's learning, to share their own learning journey, to take an interest in what the grandchildren are learning, because many parents don't have enough time, because they're both working, to explore this deeply in their grandchildren. And then that interest of grandparents can help to inspire the love of learning in their grandchildren. The sixth strategy, identify the benefits for you of ongoing learning. You see, we don't go through doing difficult stuff unless unless we can see the benefit. What are the benefits for you for the rest of your life of learning? And articulate it. Make it specific. That will help you maintain your desire, your motivation, your enthusiasm for the learning process because you can see the benefits for you of doing so. The amazing thing is if you spend 15 minutes a day learning something, in two years' time, that adds up to 180 hours of learning in just two years. In that period of time, you will become one of the world's experts in that topic. 15 minutes a day. What would you like to be a world expert in? And the seventh strategy is to access learning from a vast range of online possibilities and physical possibilities that are now available that previously weren't, which includes MOOCs, massive open online courses, a website called Coursera, podcasts, YouTube. It is just remarkable how many ways you can find ways to learn rather than simply going to sign up for a course. But the benefit of signing up for a course and paying for it is that it keeps your commitment going. My promise to you is that if you help someone, or if you make this decision yourself to become an ongoing, lifelong learner, you will gain enormous, amazing, wonderful, extraordinary rewards. So, here are the six tools that will then help you implement today's big idea. Number one, the song. Well, I can't remember if I've referred to it before, but it's a biggie. It's a, it's a, it, many of you will know it. And it's by Bob Dylan, also played by Peter, Paul and Mary. Come gather around people wherever you roam and admit that the waters around you have flown. Times they are a-changing. S- listen to that song. And that was written in the mid-60s. Well, those times, they are continuing to change at a faster and faster rate. My book this week is The Rational Optimist by Matt Ridley. I'm a big fan of Matt Ridley. I've read a number of his books. Wonderful writer, The Rational Optimist. And on the back of it, he says, Life is getting better and at an accelerating rate. Food availability, income and lifespan are up. Disease, child mortality and violence are down all across the globe. Now, this was written 12 years ago. It's very interesting. And and the point about this book is that the prosperity, this increase in prosperity, 
Matt Ridley says it comes from everybody working for everybody else. The habit of exchange and specialization, which started more than 100,000 years ago, has created a collective brain that sets human living standards on a rising trend. So if you want to get excited about the future and not get caught up in the crap that is the mainstream news, generally speaking, a fear-mongering environment, read The Rational Optimist and then recommit to working with other human beings to create the world that we want, including the ongoing availability of coffee. Mm. Mm. My quote is by Colette, famous French provocateur, you might say. And she said this, You will do foolish things, but do them with enthusiasm. You see, the whole issue of the love of learning is we don't want to. We don't want to make mistakes. We don't want to lose money. We don't want to get into trouble. But if you have that attitude, that blocks your learning. So take on board Colette's idea of, being willing to do foolish things when you're striving for your journey, but be enthusiastic about them. My spiritual tip. There are many ways in which you can become more spiritual. And so think about what it is that you want to learn about spirituality. I could give you a whole range. In fact, I might explore that as to as to ha- what what different areas of spirituality there might be. On yesterday's show, again, I I interviewed Mark Greathead, who has a big spiritual vision for the planet. Very interesting. The Majestic 12 Principles. Look that up. What do you want to learn spiritually? In health terms. Health tip today. Look up chlorine dioxide solutions for detoxifying your body. Chlorine dioxide, if you haven't heard of it, take an interest in it i'm happy to send you useful information about it it's not expensive it's a proven detoxifying process and in the lives that many of us lead we need to detox and and the sixth tool that i'm going to share with you of course is on the humor side and since we're talking about learning and since we're talking about kids i've got some great quotes from Kids and teachers. First one, teacher says, why are you late? Because of the sign. What sign, says the teacher? The one that says, school ahead, go slow. (laughs) Next one, Cindy, says the teacher, why are you doing your math multiplications on the floor? You told me to do it without using tables. (laughs) Next, the teacher says, to Sarah, what's the chemical formula for water? She says, H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O. What are you talking about? Well, yesterday, teacher, you said it's H2O. Next one, teacher says, George, go to the map and find North America. George says, here it is. Teacher says, correct. Now, class, who discovered America? The class all says, George. <laughs> Ah, love it, love it, love it. And lastly, Ellen, give me a sentence starting with I. Ellen says, I is... No, Ellen, always say, I am. All right. I am the ninth letter of the alphabet. (laughs) 
Ah, <laughs> oh, golly gosh, I love jokes. I'm the chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy. As you may have heard in the past, um, I love humour. Lighten up, you know, life was not meant to be taken so seriously. So, take the steps to use today's big idea to make a massive, significant, positive difference in your life. That, through ongoing learning, helps you increase your self-awareness, your appreciation of this wonderful, amazing human that you are. My aim for this show is to provoke you, inspire you, educate you, motivate you to continue your ongoing journey. So I honour the fact that you are here and I hope that these strategies will help you inspire others around you on the learning journey. I invite you to subscribe to the podcast or to the YouTube channel or to the Rumble channel. Discover more about the self-awareness and passion quest which is one-on-one executive coaching at charlescovest.com and visit covest.com for corporate programs and public programs. You can access my first two books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance, at both of those websites. Now, let's review some key happenings during the past week in my life, in Julie's life, and sometimes the life of the planet. I mentioned the Australian Institute of Comedy before. Well, each week I'm spending a few hours helping to sort out this amazing collection that Pete Crofts has put together as we're creating the comedy music, humour, comedy, laughter centre for Australia. Pete has put together the world's largest collection of humour, comedy and laughter materials of Australian humour. And it's a wonderful resource, but it's a lot of work sorting it out. I moderated two global meetings this week again, as I usually do with medical doctors for COVID ethics, and they were both most instructive and provocative. Dr. Rima Labo was the first one, and Dr. Merrill Nass was the second one, and both of them were speaking the truth about what's happening in health terms globally. If you would like links to those Those presentations, they are well worth watching and they will provoke new thinking on your part. What I do urge you to do is to not get sucked into fearful warnings by government about what's coming. If you listen to the presentations that I discussed, or James Roguski was also one of them, you won't get sucked into the fear-mongering of government the fear-mongering of mainstream media. And many people are giving more and more advice to switch off the mainstream media, go to alternative media. That's certainly my strategy. How do you work out what's happening in geopolitical terms with China and Taiwan, with Ukraine and Russia? Different sources give you different information, different prognostications. Well, keep learning, keep reading understand the value to you of understanding geopolitical issues and if they're not relevant to you then don't bother learning about that choose what you are going to learn the dutch farmers have learnt that the warnings about climate change are a nonsense and that the globalists are desperately trying to create food shortages so that under the guise of climate change is going to destroy us all if you want to understand the 
the issue around climate change, then again, you have to keep learning. If you are following the mainstream media on the the dangers of climate change caused by human beings, then you are sadly misinformed. And then that leads to bad decisions because of your level of misinformation. And lastly, the exercise regime continues for Julie and me. You must keep exercising. You must keep this machine in good shape. You must put great nutrition into it. But exercise, crucial. Use this machine or it will start to collapse on you. So, we're getting close to the end. If you're new to the show, stick around because we'll go through the foundational principles of the show, which also explore freedom in some depth and also further details about my background. Again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing this with others. Until next week's show, may your week be full of life-enhancing challenge, of passion, of fun, of inspiration, and that your week helps you on your ongoing increase in self-awareness about the wonderful life that you are creating. Thanks for being here. Have a great week. See you next week. Bye. And now, for viewers and listeners who want to know more about my background and what else I do with my life, as well as the foundational principles of the show. Here we are. Since 1993, when I left my legal career, a career that I love to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have inspired and provoked and educated and motivated people all over the world to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people via the books that I've written, via speeches at conferences, via in-depth team building programs, workshops over one, two or three days or over three months, six months. And I've coached people of all ages, one-on-one from small, medium and large enterprises, government enterprises, helping them to identify the often tiny changes that can make a massive difference. One of my core principles is that freedom is what makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats that government imposes on you to force you to observe its laws is the threat of imprisonment, the loss of your freedom. Just think about that. Government says, if you don't behave yourself, we're going to put you in jail. No, no, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my freedom. That's a reminder to you of why freedom is so important. Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. If you were locked up in a cage for the rest of your life, how how different would you be to an animal? This commitment to fighting for freedoms for all people is carried out by me primarily through five channels. Number one, preserving the freedom to pursue your passion. Number two, inspiring you to be able to be free through excellent health. Number three, helping preserve freedom throughout the world through the expansion of industrial hemp, a magnificent agricultural crop, an almost miraculous crop, 
that enables every community to thrive independently of government. In this way, the power of government to take away freedom is minimised. Number four, fighting for freedom through legal strategies. So I do work as a legal strategy consultant, as an interface between clients and their lawyers. And number five, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy and as a board member of the Australian Cartoon Museum, fighting for the freedom of thought and speech through uncensored comedy and humour through avoiding political correctness in the comedic space. When you block freedom of speech, freedom of thought, that's the beginning of the end of your freedoms. The foundational principles for the Charles Covey Show are founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Your self-awareness added to your passion will guarantee that you are successful. And the best definition of success I have found in life is that success is the progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. The progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle and quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I wear my red jacket for all my shows. Red is the colour of passion. So that when you see me on the YouTube version, it reminds you that when you see red in your life, you ask yourself the question, am I pursuing my passion? What am I passionate about? Am I still passionate about that? What might I newly be passionate about? Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. And it's just one big idea because there's a chance you will remember it. If I give you too many ideas, then we, we get confused and we don't do anything. Clarity leads to power. Confusion kills passion. Each week I share simple and practical resources that you've heard me describe in the earlier part of the show. A spiritual tip, a health tip, lyrics of a song, a book, a quote, and of course humour. This show is not politically correct. I have no intention of being politically correct. And I love certain addictions, including my addiction to great coffee. Mmm. My addiction to exercise, my addiction to reading, and my addiction to certain other unmentionable in public type behaviours. Who would know what they are? This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if you don't like discussion of spirituality, this show is not for you. I promise you that I don't include anything in this show that I don't consider to be true and that I have not found to be useful in the work that I've done over the past 28 years, but also over the past 50 years in business, as a lawyer, as a consultant advisor. I only want to share stuff with you that is of value to you. Finally, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to contact me at charles at Again, thanks for watching and listening to my show. Bye.